Welcome to the Contact Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Call Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Donovan Jones. I want to right off the bat pose a question to you. What are you carrying into 2024? Whether it be something positively that you can build upon or whether it be something negative that you're trying to break free of, whether it be some kind of bondage that you're trying to get free of that you know that you can't walk in your full purpose and your full calling and reach your full potential in Christ because this struggle that you have that that is something that you feel like is a weight that you need to leave in the past. Just right off the bat, I just want to encourage you that Jesus is bigger than whatever struggle that you're going through. God doesn't change his mind about you. God has a purpose and a calling on your life. And it doesn't matter what you've struggled with in your past. It doesn't matter with what you're struggling with right now. It's never too late to lay whatever it is at the feet of Jesus. As long as you have breath in your lungs and your heart is beating, it's not too late for you. And so just right off the bat, I want to encourage you to lay those things that you might have brought into 2024, some kind of struggle or some kind of issue that you know that you cannot go further with, to lay it at the feet of Jesus and ask him, even though it's not fair, Lord, I pray that you would take these things that are not conducive to my life, that are not going to be something that I can use to bless others and further your kingdom and give me the things that I do need. And for me right now, I listen to a sermon a little while back, and the pastor was talking about the Version app. And so I want to read a couple of those numbers today because it goes into the things that I want to talk about today, which is hope. I want to talk a little bit about hope today. I want to talk a little bit about purpose today. I want to talk a little bit about destiny today. Why are we here? What's the point of all of this? And I think a lot of people are having this specific question, and this topic is coming up in people's minds, and not a lot of people are talking about this, at least what I've, what I've seen. I've, I've, I listen to several sermons throughout the week, several different pastors. Um, I see people putting out different pieces of content, whether it be on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And I don't see a whole lot of people talking about hope, but I know a lot of people are searching for hope. And we're going to look at that in a minute because some of the numbers that version put out, um, just some stats from 2023 that I think are very telling. And so we're going to talk about some of that in a little bit. I'm not going to do a what's up today. Um, if you guys remember, I started doing this thing several months ago where I was reading comments from Apple. Um, and so if you want to have your comment read um, on the podcast, you can go to Apple uh, podcast, scroll all the way down to the bottom. You can leave a rating, leave a review, or if you listen to this on Spotify, you could put a rating and review on there as well. Um, or if you're watching this on YouTube, first of all, thank you very much for tapping in wherever you are listening or watching. If you're watching this on YouTube, I encourage you to hit that subscribe button, throw down a comment in the comment section. Um, uh, give this video a like, um, I'm going to start doing, um, I'm going to start kind of bouncing back and forth in terms of reading the reviews. So this week I'm going to do Apple next week. I'll do Spotify. I'll do YouTube. I don't think I have a ton of comments on Spotify. I'm not real heavy on Spotify. And from the, uh, numbers that, um, the, the platform that I use to distribute the podcast shows me most of the people are checking this out on Apple anyway. And so, um, I'm going to kind of read review every, every week. Um, as long as I have them, um, until we run out and Lord willing, 
some more people will leave some reviews and we can keep doing it. If not, we'll do what's up or we'll do something else. But um, so this week we have a review from a Sutgog, A-S-U-T-G-O-G. And they said, uh, great Christian podcast, five stars. I thoroughly enjoy this podcast. If you're looking for a podcast that is family friendly, Christ centered, this podcast is perfect for you. It's always fun and enjoyable to listen to each episode. Keep up the great work. God bless you. Uh, man, that means a lot to me because I, I want this to be something that is a safe space um, that you feel comfortable. If you're, if you're listening to this in the car and you pick your kids up from school or you're, you're riding with your kids to church or where, wherever you are going, um, you don't feel like you have to change it because your kid's in the, in the, in the vehicle with you. And so um, I don't know how entertaining this would be for a, a car ride if you're going on vacation or anything like that. But um, I want this to be something that if you, if you want to do that, um, you know that you're going to get something that's uplifting to the whole family and not something that you feel like you're having to kind of look over your shoulder and be like, did they, hopefully they didn't hear what he just said. You know what I'm saying? So um, that means a lot to me that they said that this is a uh, family family friendly, basically. Um, so I appreciate that. Thank you for the comment. Um, and if you want to have your comment read, go ahead and put one in there uh, on Apple or Spotify or YouTube, and we will start reading those every week. So the version app is something that a lot of people have. That's where I, I get my verses a lot of times. Um, I'll go on there and copy one of the verses and then put it on a different app. Uh, I, I try to post post a Bible verse every every single day. Been slacking off this year. Uh, man, I'll just be honest right off the bat because I was talking to my boy Jake the other day, and I'm like, man, this is not the way I wanted to start this year because I've been sick. I've been hacking, coughing. It's been a, a, a rough last couple of weeks. You might can hear a little bit of that in my voice still because it, I've been coughing so much lately. But um, Satan really doesn't want, I think, what's going to happen this year. And I think a lot of things can happen this year and will happen this year through Christ. Um, but we have to stay focused and it doesn't matter what obstacle you're facing right now. Just stay focused and, and encouraged knowing that God is with you and God has something for you to do in this year, in this moment. So the Uversion app, uh, they keep track of their users. Um, they, so basically they, when you're Using the Uversion app, whether you're using the plans, I've used their plans a lot of times, their different devotionals and stuff like that. They keep up with that. So they know how much you read of the Bible every year. They know what verses you're highlighting. They know what verses that you're sharing. They know what verses that you're or, or plans that you're going and, and, and uh, kind of signing up for their free plans. But they know what devotionals that you've finished. They know the ones that you haven't finished. Um, the Uversion app has 725 million devices worldwide that have installed this specific app. And I think that's a beautiful thing because it's, it has all the, all the different kinds of versions, all different kinds of languages. Um, so you can really use this version anywhere. There's no excuse now to not read your Bible. If you're not reading your Bible at this point with how accessible it is through you version or these different things, you just don't want to read it. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, like I said, they keep up with, um, Bible verses, they keep up with how much you're using it. And I think what's interesting to me is, um, and I've seen several people post this verse this last couple of weeks, which is weird because I really felt like God was pressing on me to speak about this topic. And then I listened to this sermon and I heard this pastor talking about this and he brought up this fact. And so I kind of wanted to do a little bit deeper dive on it than he did. Um, and what, what he had spoke about was you version 
had put out some of the numbers from 2023 and what they discovered was the most searched verse um, in 2023 was Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah 41.10. And if you don't know what that is off the top of your head, Isaiah 41.10 is, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. That verse, actually, I, I looked at it a little bit deeper into some of the numbers that version put out. And over the last, since 2020, so this, this, this that'll be four calendar years, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, over those four calendar years, three out of the four years, that was the number one verse that was searched on version. Why is that? Why Why is that in particular? I would think it would be something like John 3.16, but Isaiah 41.10 was the most researched, and that is they based that off of highlighters, bookmarks, people that have shared that verse. When they put this information out, the CEO of Uversion, he said people are looking for things that remind them of God's faithfulness or hope. And so I looked at some of their numbers as well, and I'm like, okay, so that's their number one verse, Isaiah 41.10. And what I did was I looked at the top 10 verses that version said was their most, I guess, popular verses of 2023. And there is a specific theme in all of these verses. Like I said, the first verse was Isaiah 41.10. The second verse is Jeremiah 29.11. And that says, for surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope. The third verse was Romans 8, 28. We know that all things work together for good, for those who love God, for those who are called according to his purpose. Uh, verse number four is Matthew six thirty three. but seek first the kingdom and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Um, Joshua 1, 9 was the fifth verse. It says, I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed for the Lord. Your God is with you wherever you go. Um, verse number seven, first Peter five, seven, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Verse number eight, Philippians four thirteen. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Uh, verse number nine is second Timothy one, seven for God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and of sound mind. And the 10th verse is John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have ever, everlasting life. As I look at those verses, I just see a common theme of hope. People are looking for hope. People are searching for hope. And the difference as I read some of these verses is one of the major differentiators between Christianity and God and Jesus and, we, and, when, and, and the Holy Spirit. There's a relationship there. God is not someone that is so distant like these, like these other religions, these, these false religions. Their God did not come and take on human form and pay the price for them, died for them, make a personal relationship, a, a, a personal way to speak and communicate with him anytime you want to. God is not someone that is just in the sky lording over us. He is a relational God. He wants to have a relationship with you. Jesus, you look throughout the gospels, he's always saying the Father, the Father. He even tells us when we pray, Pray like this, our Father who is in heaven. God is a relational God. And as I read that verse, the first verse, Isaiah 41.10, 
Do not be afraid for I am with you. Do not, uh, I'm sorry, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be afraid for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my right hand. He's a personal God and he wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to help you. He wants to see you through whatever it is that you're struggling with. So I just thought that was interesting as I looked through those verses. The common theme is hope. People are looking for hope. And why is that? Have you ever noticed that when you're trying to do something for Christ and when you're trying to do something positive, the way that the world just brings you down, the way that things seem to randomly start happening to you the second that you say, God, I'm going to do more for you in this time. I listened to a sermon by Levi Lusco the other day, and he used this analogy of the world is literally holding you down with gravity. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he, I'm, I'm listening to the sermon as I'm driving down the road. So I didn't see what he's doing, but I can hear him. He's jumping up and down on the stage and you can hear, he says, see, I always come back down. This world is designed to hold you down. This world is designed to keep you down because our flesh knows that when we die, there's nothing left for it. It's not going to heaven. It's, it's going nowhere. The only thing that leaves this body when we die is our spirit, and it's either going to heaven or hell for eternity, depending on whether or not you have accepted Jesus Christ into your heart. This body's not going anywhere. So ultimately, it's, it's, it's basically fighting against us all the time. That's why it says the battle is not against flesh and blood. In Ephesians 6, it says the battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world. The, 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 the body knows that it's over for it the second that we die. So it doesn't want us to get further in our calling. It doesn't want us to figure out what our destiny is. And there are people that are listening to this right now that might be saying, well, what is my destiny? What is the point of all this? What am I, what, what am I here for? Why am I here? I want to kind of speak a little bit into that today because while I don't have all the answers, the scripture does. And I want to just kind of encourage you a little bit today. The first place that I want to look is Genesis chapter 4. And I, I think that this goes back to the question that I asked a minute ago. What are you bringing into 2024 that, that you might be struggling with? Because a lot of people feel like I've been tied down to this specific thing. I can't seem to break free of it. We have been given power. We have been given dominion over everything in this life. And so I, if you're struggling with something, I just want to give you something to think about. This is uh, Cain, the story of Cain and Abel. If you look in Genesis chapter 4, verse 3, it says, In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. And Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering, but for Cain and his offering, he had no regard. So Cain was very angry and his face fell. So obviously... This was something that it was evident if you just looked at Cain, you could tell that he wasn't happy about this, where it says his face fell. So he's got his, his lip pooching out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's obvious that he's in a bad mood. A lot of people, uh, well, I won't say a lot of people, but I'll say Kelly always tells me that it's obvious when I'm in a bad mood because just the way that my face looks. And I'm like, sometimes I'm just chilling. You know, sometimes I'm just sitting here. I'm not in a bad mood, but. Um, it was, it was apparent just by looking at Cain that you could tell he was in a bad mood. He wasn't happy. So the Lord says to him, why are you angry? And why has your face fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door and its desire is contrary to you, but you must rule over it. Sin is always going to try to hold you back. 
Like I said, he, God tells Cain, it's contrary to you. Anything that you're trying to do, anything that is beneficial, sin is trying to work opposite of that to try to get you to not succeed in whatever it is that you're trying to do positively for the kingdom. But what does Cain do? Uh, first of all, he says, you must rule over it. So that means that Cain, he's, he's, he's already frustrated that his offering was not accepted by Christ. And he's envious because Abel's was. So he's already thinking, what am I going to do to my brother? And God comes to him and tells him, hey, you have dominion where you are. You have, I have given you the power to rule over this sin, these things that you're thinking about doing. I'm giving you, I've given you the power to do it. That's not changed. We have that power to do, to rule over the things that we're struggling with. In Galatians chapter five, it says, you are called to freedom. In Galatians chapter five, verse one, it says, for freedom, Christ has set you free. So therefore stand and do not be tied down to a yoke of slavery. We have the ability through Jesus Christ, through the power that is inside of us to rule over these evil desires, to rule over sin, to rule over the things that you're struggling with. God has gifted us with that power. Are you going to use it in this new year? I want to encourage you as well to to kind of look around you. So as you, as I talked about earlier, laying these things down and asking God for things that are going to be beneficial to your calling, I say hope because it's evident in this day and age that people are scared, people are confused, people feel hopeless, even Christians. I was struggling with this the other day. I was talking to Jake about it, how I just felt the only way that I could describe it is darkness. And in Exodus, as we read the, the, the plagues, when the plague of darkness came on it, it, it describes it in Exodus as a darkness that could be felt. And I've been facing, I was actually talking to Kelly about this a little bit earlier today, how I've been facing a lot of spiritual warfare these last couple of weeks. And it's been something that up until Wednesday, I didn't feel like recording an episode this week. And I, I remember telling Jake, man, I don't know how I'm going to record an episode because I don't have anything to say. I just feel dark. I just feel trapped. I just feel stuck. Like I don't, like I'm just, I just can't get anything out. And the more and more that I prayed, and I'm like, I just got to pray through this. Even when I don't feel like it, I just need to read my word. Even though I don't feel like reading it. Hope is something that is needed right now, even for the Christian, because there are a lot of Christians that see that the odds are seemingly against us, that the deck is not stacked in our favor, that we're on the, the end of something that looks very dark and bleak in terms of the things that are going on in society today, the things that are being taught to children. But the thing about our God is he is the God of the impossible. He is the God of the underdog. And when times are seemingly at their bleakest, that is when the church becomes the strongest. And if you notice, there's a lot of churches in society today. I don't, I don't want to call out names. I don't want to speak ill on men of God. But if you're keeping up with anything at all in some of these churches, there are a lot of things coming out about specific pastors. There are a lot of things coming out about specific churches. And I think there's going to be a lot more of that coming out because I believe that this is an age for the common man. I believe that this is a year, this is a time for the layman, for the average man, because a lot of pastors, a lot of preachers, a lot of churches are scared to touch certain topics. And I think that now is time for us to step forward and use our voices and use our blessings and use our things that God has given us to speak truth, to speak hope into the lives of people.
And when I say that the things that God has given us is not just for us to hold on to. If you look in Genesis chapter 12, and I'm sorry, my voice is, I know my voice sounds terrible. Genesis chapter 12, verse 2, it says, this is God talking to Abraham. He says, and I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And that sounds, that sounds awesome. Like if I'm Abraham, I'm like, sweet, you're going to make my name great. That's amazing. But it doesn't end there. God says, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless you. I'm sorry. I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you. I will curse and in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So God doesn't tell him, you know what, Abraham, I love you. You're a light in a dark time. You're a righteous man. You're following me. You're doing the things that I'm telling you to do. So because of that, I'm going to bless you. Just because I want to. He doesn't say that. He says, I'm going to make your name great. I'm going to bless you so that you will be a blessing. That's the whole point. We're not supposed to just hold on to the things that we have. We're not just supposed to hoard specifically hope for ourselves. We are to share that with others. We are to point other people to Christ. We are to use that blessing that we have to bless other people. And, and I think a lot of Christians look at it as, oh, well, if I help somebody else, what is there for me? That's the thing about serving the God that we serve. If you look in Psalms 23, it says, you, anointed, you, you anoint my head with oil, my cup runneth over. We serve a God that does not run out. So the more that you give, the more that you put out, the more that you bless other people with, you will be blessed with. And that's the thing about it. There's a lot of times that I have different ideas that, that I feel like might be something that, are, that is great, or I might have an idea for an episode, or I might have an idea for a video that I want to post. And I'm like, I got to wait for the perfect time. You're keeping yourself from a blessing when you're doing that, because what, what's that, what, what that does is God is saying, you know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be strategic about when you do certain things, but there are some things that God needs you to put out right then. And there are things that you want, things that you are, are hoping that God allows you to do, but he says you have to get rid of what I have given you at that moment in order for you to receive more. That's what it's all about, reaping and sowing and, and, and blessing people, pouring into people's lives to be a blessing of providing them with hope because our hope is in Jesus Christ. And the second that we understand that not only do we have a hope for ourselves, but the hope is supposed to be shared, that's when we're working in our full calling and our full purpose. Kelly bought me this book by Louis Giglio. It's called Seeing God as a Perfect Father. And um, I was reading it the other day, and, and he has a line here, and he says, The heart of our reason for being is to know and love our Maker and enjoy Him forever. Nothing is more important than that. Nothing surpasses that core purpose. Yet within a relationship with God, He tailors us to make our unique contributions to the greater good for His glory, giving our individual lives very specific meaning and direction. His plan for you is to not merely exist. It's way beyond mere drudgery or a job that you can't stand and aren't good at. He has woven into your heart a gift and dream so that you can invest your days in meaningful pursuits and make your heart come alive. And th this next line, I, I love it so much, and help others' hearts come alive also. 
the power of life and death is in the tongue. It's not just for us to hold on to. It's not just for us to understand, yes, we have hope. I'm just going to hold on to this and not share it with other people. It's to bless others. It's to encourage others. It's to lift people up. It's to show people, hey, you're not alone. We're all in this together. So you might be listening to this and you're saying, well, what is my purpose? What is my calling? Your calling is always going to be something that benefits others and points to God and points to his glory. If you look in Luke chapter 6, verse 43, because a lot of people, I think when they feel like they're walking in their calling, they say, well, how do I know for sure that this is from God? This is something that I know that I, I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience when I say some of these things, but there are, there's been many times where I'm like, is, is what I'm doing, did God really give me this? Or is this some kind of selfish ambition that I just feel like? I'm supposed to be doing, you know what I'm saying? And and this is a passage that has really helped me because in my journey, in my walk, trying to get closer to Christ and in my pursuit of trying to further this ministry of doing the podcast and on fire and doing all of these things, what has come of it? Positive things. You know what I'm saying? God has blessed with friendships. God has blessed with connections. God has blessed with different testimonies that I can share with other people that encourage and inspire them to walk in their full calling. And this passage really stood out to me. This is Luke chapter six, verse 43. These are Jesus's words. He says, for no good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor grapes picked from a, bram a bramble bush. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If you're walking in your purpose for Christ, if you, if you are truly seeking that relationship with Christ and you're asking him, Lord, please lead and guide my steps. Show me what you want me to do. Show me where you want me to go, and I'm going to do those things. You're going to reap positivity from those things. You're going to re reach a deeper connection with God. You're going to reach certain things that you didn't ever think was something that was possible before. You're going to see good fruit come from the good things that you're sowing. You're going to reap what you sow. So if you are coming from a place of selfish ambition, you're going to be stuck in a cycle of God. Why am I not going any further? Because you have something in your heart that is not completely sold out for Christ. What kind of fruit are you seeing coming from the things that you're doing? Are you seeing good things happening? Are you seeing doors opening? Are you seeing uh, connections being made? And when I say doors, these don't have to be major doors. They could, these can be smaller things. The smaller things are the things that we really need to be looking for and, and searching for because those small moments lead to big things. We've talked about it time and time again on here, and I've just seen those things happen so much, especially lately. These little things that we can just let slip by the wayside. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to share this real quick, and then we're going to look in Colossians. But I, you know, I've shared this story on here before about how I went to this Holy concert, and I walked in, and and nobody said anything to me, and I was there early, and. Um, I just kind of was backstage and I was able to go meet Tori Deshaun. I was able to go meet a couple of these guys and nobody was looking at me funny. And, and it ultimately it showed me that a lot of times God can put you in places that it doesn't make sense to you while you're in there, but nobody else is questioning it. And that is because God has decided to put you in that space. Well, I'm not going to share the video today, but the other day I was going through my phone and 
my son, a lot of times, Landry, he'll get my phone and he'll record his own podcast, you know, because he thinks he's a podcaster. And so I was going through, cleaning some of the space on my phone, deleting some videos and stuff like that. And I see a video from a couple months ago and I remember recording it, uh, but I haven't watched it since then. You know, I'm, I'm still, even though I've been doing this podcast now for 101 episodes, I, I'm not a big fan of hearing my voice. I don't like seeing myself on video or those type of things. And so this this is really, each time I do one of these things, it's it's very much so out of my comfort zone. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this video for a second. And so I turn on the video. And in the video, I say the date. And I say the time. And it was a Thursday. Um, I'm going to say the date in a second. But it was like 2.30 in the morning. I was at work. I was tired and I was frustrated and, and I was really just kind of making a video crying out to the Lord. But then also I wanted it to be something that can encourage somebody else down the road. And so I'm not going to play the video on this episode. It's going to be played at a later date for sure. But in the video, I just talked about, Lord, I know that you have given me a vision to get somewhere. I know that you have placed a calling on my life. There's no doubt in my mind these things that you have shown me that, that you're going to allow me to do. But I don't see how it's going to get there. You know, I'm not seeing a whole lot of growth in the podcast in terms of the people that are listening. I'm not seeing exponential, um, not only growth from, from the numbers, but I'm not seeing people reach out to me asking me to come speak at places and things of that nature. I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Like, how, how is it going to get there? And so I'm watching this video and the video is like two minutes long. And, and that's basically what I'm saying. I'm like, Lord, I know that it's going to get there, but I don't know how. And I click on the, the top, you know, like the, um, where it shows the date on the top and the date that I recorded that video was September 21st. That was the same day that I went to go see Holvey in, in concert. And so when I heard that the other day, because I said the date in the video and it, and it kind of stuck out to me for a second, but then I was like, wait, September 20. And I looked at the date on there. And then I looked at the date on my calendar, on my phone. And I said, Oh my gosh, that was the same day. So even, and I didn't even recognize that until the other day. And it just goes to show, I, I was literally praying that morning. I was making a video and I'm saying, God, I don't know how it's going to get there. And then that night, God allows me to be in a space that it doesn't make sense to me why I'm in there, but he put me in there. And it was like, he told me, look, you don't have to worry about how it's going to get there. I'm going to put you in there. It's not going to make sense to you why you're there, but I'm going to do it. And I need you to, in return, point to me. Glorify me because that is your purpose. That is your destiny. That is your calling. And so I just want to put that out there for you as well. Like you don't have to worry about how it's going to get there. In that sermon that I spoke about where the pastor had talked about the numbers that were put out uh, by you version in 2023. One of the things that that pastor said was, if I was to tell you every single thing that you were going to do in 2023, at first thought, you would think that would be a peaceful thing. Because then you know it, but really what that would cause is more anxiety. That would cause more fear because you'd be saying, how am I going to do that? I'm going to take that just a step for me personally. If you were to tell me 
at the beginning of 2022 that I was going to start a podcast. And in the first year, I was going to have Zanti on. I was going to have Holvi on. I was going to have Paris Cariz. I was going to have Chris Lofton. I was going to have all the people that the Lord allowed me to have on in that first year. That would not have put a peaceful feeling in my heart. That would have put anxiety, pressure, worry, because I would have thought, how am I going to, I would have been wringing my hands. How am I going to do this when it really has nothing to do with me? It's all God. It's all understanding that he gives opportunity, that he gives you position, that he puts you in the places that you are supposed to be to bring honor and glory to him in that space. And so the last place that I want to look is Colossians chapter four, because my word of the, of the year is um, opportunity. Um, I was praying about it a lot. I've been hearing this word a lot. I've had several people send me different things that, that speak about opportunity. And really late 2023, I was hearing this word a lot, opportunity. And um, so I, I've been praying over this specific word and this scripture I'm attaching to it because I think there's there's definitely power in not only naming the things that you feel like God is putting on your spirit, but then also looking for a way to back it up through the word of Christ. And so that's what I'm doing. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing in this year. Um, you know, you don't have to make a uh, New Year's resolution, but just look for something that um, you can try to improve on for this year, whether it be one word or one thing or one specific um, trait, something that's beneficial to the kingdom. And so I want to look in Colossians. We've been going over the book of Colossians in our Sunday school class. And my pastor talked about Col uh, Colossians being the most trying to think of the word that he said. I think he said Christi Christological book in the Bible. Um, it's very, very much so uh, centered on Jesus Christ. And specifically in chapters number three and four, we see a lot of putting off, putting on, taking off, taking on. These are things that, that Paul is telling us. If, if you are a Christian, these are the things that you should be doing. In verse number one of chapter three, it says, If you then have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. So just a couple things about that verse really quick, quickly. One thing, Paul tells us that we need to be thinking about the things that are above, not the things that are here, not the things that are holding us down. We should be having a heavenly kingdom mindset, not like I said about Levi Lesko, where the world is literally holding us down. We need to be facing with our heads towards heaven, looking at the things that are above, seeking the things that are above, Paul says. And where he says seated, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God, my pastor brought this up, um, where it says he's seated, it, it, that means that Jesus' work is done. Whenever a rabbi in that time was, was seated, that meant that his work was done. You never saw a rabbi sitting down throughout the day because he was always up doing things, working. So if he was seated, that means he was done with all of his work for that day. And when it, when it's sent, when Paul is saying Christ is sitting at the right hand of God, Jesus is saying, my work is done. I've done what I was supposed to do. Now it's up to you to play your role. That's why Acts chapter 1 is so big for me because Luke starts out with saying, I am writing with you. I'm writing to you on all of on. I can't even talk. I am writing to you on behalf of all that Jesus began to do and teach. Jesus did his part. Now it's time for us to pick up our cross, to die to self, and to follow him. He says, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. And and so as you look through chapter 3, um, I, I encourage you to do this on your own time. There's a lot of take off this, put on this, and that's what I want to encourage you to do. Ask the Lord, Lord, help me to want to want 
to lay these things down and to put off the things that are not beneficial to me and to put on the things that I do need. And, and I just want to pray. I just want to encourage you to, to pray for self-awareness, to understand exactly what the calling is that God has on your life, because not everybody's meant to speak. Not everybody's meant to make videos. Not everybody's meant to make, create a podcast. Um, but there is something for you to do. That's why Paul talks about, I believe it's in first uh, Corinthians, how, you know, we're all one body, but different members. Not everybody can be a hand. Not everybody can be a mouth. Not everybody can be a foot, but every part is essential in the body. Colossians chapter four, this is verses two through four. And these are my verses for the year that I'm really praying over. And I want to encourage you in this way as well when we talk about hope, because he says, Paul says, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. That to me screams hope because he's saying, as you continue to pray, pray with thanksgiving. That means thanking God for what he has done in the past and also thanking him for what he is going to do. Pray expectantly that God is going to move in your situation because that's how you're going to see him do a thing in whatever you're, you're, you're praying about, like praying with belief that God is going to do something, praying with understanding that my God that I'm praying to is the creator of the universe, and he hears me when I speak to him. He hears me when I pray to him. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done. Thank you for what you're going to do. He says, at that same time, pray also for us that God may open us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear, which is how I ought to speak. So that to me is big because we're, we're supposed to be praying for opportunities to speak the gospel. We're supposed to be praying for opportunities to share with others the good news of Jesus Christ. But at that same time, we're also supposed to be praying for other people because like we've talked about before on past episodes, my voice isn't for every single person. Your voice isn't for every single person, but there is somebody in your life that their voice can reach somebody that your voice is not going to be able to reach. So pray that the Lord would give that person opportunity. There are several people that I am praying for multiple times a day that God would give them opportunities inside the giftings and the talents and the abilities that he has given them to do a work that points to him. And so Paul says, that's what we're supposed to be doing. Pray for opportunities, pray expectantly, pray thanking God for what he's done, pray thanking God for what he's going to do. And that just, that just screams again, hope to me. Because we have that understanding that our hope is in Christ and that when we ask him, we are to receive. He says, ask and you shall receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open unto you. And so this is, I'm not talking about prosperity gospel or any of those things. Don't get it twisted. But when, when you're seeking opportunities from Christ, he's going to give it to you because there's few people that are willing to stand in that gap. And if you're one of those that are willing to stand in that gap, God's going to give you something to do. And so I just want to leave that with you. Pray for God to give you opportunities. Pray for God to give the people around you opportunities to speak clearly, Paul says, at, which is how I ought to speak. And so I, I, I just want to encourage you to seek hope, not just for yourself, but to share with other people, to be a blessing to other people, because this world, like I said, in, in those verses that um, you version put out that said those, those were the top 10 verses, 
of 2023 and how Isaiah 41:10 is 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 the number one most searched verse three out of the last four calendar years. People are looking for hope, and you can be that hope for somebody else because of Jesus, not because of you, but you can provide somebody with the hope of Christ if you just allow the Lord to work through you. Be the hope that you need for somebody else because Christ has been that for you. It's up to us as he is seated, done doing his part. It's already over. Now it's up to you to do something. And so I just want to leave you with that challenge. Um, also, real quick, a a little um, what's the word? A little announcement, I guess. Um, I'm gonna try something new. Um, several years ago, I want to say it was like 20, 2018. This was several years back. I, I remember I told Kelly because I got real big into reaction videos, and uh, I told her. Um, I, I want to start doing reaction videos and we were both kind of like laughing about it. And I was joking at first and um, I was like, do you think I'd be good at something like that? And she's like, I don't know. Do you think you could do that? And I was like, I really don't know. And um, so I was thinking about it the other day. And I'm like, what are some things that I want to do in 2024? And I want to put out, um, I love doing podcasting. I talked about it the other day uh, on the last episode. I love podcasting. I love um, like, as we started doing these lives, I love getting into people's music and that sort of thing. And I love reaction videos. And so I'm going to start doing that. Um, I, I think I'm just going to do a little trial run, see how it works. Um, so if you guys support what I'm doing here, um, I ask that you guys check some of those videos out as well. My plan is to put a new reaction video out every Thursday. Um, so we'll see how that works. Um, it doesn't have to be a specific genre of music. If you're somebody that wants to um, put in a suggestion, you could do that on this video. You can do it when I start putting the reaction videos out. Um, you can put it on there. Um, I'm going to do any type of music. Um, it could be movie. It could be food. It could be any of those things. I want to do like any kind of reaction. Um, I might even do some reaction to like current event stuff, um, things going on just in culture. Um, anything. It, it could be a reaction to anything, but it's always going to be from a Christian perspective because as a Christian, I, I can only look at things from a biblical worldview, from a b biblical perspective. And so uh, if that's something that you're interested in doing um, in terms of checking that out or putting in suggestions of things you want me to react to, I'm going to start doing that every Thursday. It's going to still be here on the same channel, on the Call to Act channel, uh, but just to give a little bit more uh, content for you guys to check out outside of the podcast. And so um, that's all I got for you. Um, if you, if that's something that you're not interested in, but you still support what I do, I do ask that you pray that the Lord would use it um, in whatever way he sees fit. Um, and hope you, hopefully you guys have a great week. Hopefully this gave you hope and, and uh, will be something that's a blessing and a source of encouragement to you. So God bless you guys. Lord willing, same time next week. God bless. Have a great week. Thank <laughs> you.